Everybody, this is Mr. Mike, and you are listening to the Games Attack Audiocast here on Juju2Cast.com, or soon to be formally Juju2Cast.com. This is episode 480, as I call this episode. Play my station. Oh yeah, things are about to change, folks. Oh yeah. Hey, 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 hey DJ. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I'm just going through everything. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Games Attack Audiocast here, which will be changed as well. Uh, oh, what? Change? Change? What, Mr. Mike? What do you mean you're changing things? Yes, folks, um, it's going to be a new year. It's Well, it is a new year. What am I talking about? It's 2023. Uh, it's going to be another month pretty soon in June. Uh, the non-E3 gaming week is coming upon us where they will be showing off some stuff, mostly from Microsoft. I don't know who else is showing off stuff that week. I'll have to actually find that out. I should have found that out earlier, but, um, I'll, I'll find stuff. Uh, but there are going to be games shown that week and stuff done mostly, you know, I think, was it Saturday and Sunday? You know, Sunday is going to be Microsoft stuff. Saturday is going to be other people's stuff. It's going to be fun. And then, you know, that's when I'm on my vacation. And then the rest of the week I have, um, game fun, birthday stuff going on, a whole bunch of stuff. And during that week I will do my podcast for uh, Microsoft show, whoever else is interesting. Uh, if I watch anything and do a podcast, then I'll have that on the Games Attack feed um, as well. That'll be its own little thing or things. It depends on how I do it, and you never know. Maybe I'll do multiples, maybe not. Who who knows? I, I'm still working on some details because should I consider them – yeah, maybe I should concern full podcast going forward, but um, they will be in the Games Attack feed. And I do plan on changing and doing a lot of stuff and trying to start, maybe, maybe, fingers crossed, maybe start my Patreon uh, in June. I know during that week is going to be hectic. I know people aren't always in, uh, in the, you know, in the know, but I am thinking of... Um, starting my patreon starting to do the stuff and um maybe doing my gaming website i don't know yet uh i'm still working out the minor details on when the website would go up but um first i might just keep the juju2cast site but it's going to be changing i'm going to actually change it around uh the name is going to be different it's going to be a whole new site I'm not going to be doing another podcast, which I usually do the Juju2Cast audio cast, which hence the Juju2Cast.com 
Juju2cast.com is not going to be there anymore. Um, going forward during that week, um, it is going to be called uh, something different. It's going to be called... Oh, I, I got to remember this because it's been a little while. Hold on. I think I got it written down here. See, I don't even know because uh, I am stupid. Um, it's going to be oldfreakygamer.com. Yes, because I am officially old freaky gamer. I am the official freaky gamer. So oldfreakygamer.com, um, oldfreakygamer at gmail.com, my twitch.tv. I don't know if that account. I think I can change the name of that. I think that'll be also old freaky gamer, and then uh, so on and so on and so on. I'm looking at my paperwork here, but basically going forward, you, me, Mister Mike, will be known as the old freaky gamer. Thirty-seven years old in June, June fourteenth. That's my birthday. I will be turning thirty-seven, and going on beyond that forward, I just get older and older and older. <laughs> older so i wanted to do um you know an awesome website a new all in gaming website which like i said that's why i want to do a patreon because i might want to you know it's not it's not for the money but it is for the money but this is like my side gig side hobby gig that i'm doing i still have my full-time regular job but i am going to be doing more uh, videos and gaming stuff and all that stuff going in the future if the Patreon succeeds and everything and uh, my ongoing support for the website succeeds and all that. Um, and then going forward on that, it's just going to be all gaming everything. No more talking about politics. No more talking about the outside world. Not talking about my dark, deepest desires and the darkness that is me and the truth going forward it is just going to be nothing but video games which that's what i'm about that's my fun that's my hobby that's what i'm into i play a lot of video games i do a lot of gaming and uh i I, and i kept on saying this on my other podcast the juju 2 cast audio cast that You know, that was fun. It was fun doing a show about anything and everything, but I wanted to go back to the beginning. You know, I started doing podcasting, I think, don't quote me on this, I think I started in 2005. 2005. It's either 2004, 2005. I think in 2006, I I really ramped it up even more. But in 2005, I started doing podcasting basic shitty ass podcasts uploaded them did it very bare basic and the website that you see juju2cast.com right now if it's still available uh that's all on a blogger site that's a blogger site people that's blogger.com basically but you know you could put your whatever on front of it and you can change it to whatever you want so um but what I'm going to do going forward, it's going to be the old freakygamer.com site. It's all going to be video games nonstop. Um, maybe I'll even put some news articles stuff up there when stuff hits the fans and stuff. And I've got time to put up some cool articles about something that I, I feel very passionate about in the gaming world. Um, 
and it's it's gonna be fun because I want to focus on that stuff. I don't want to just spread out and do multiple things. Like I said, I don't get paid to do this stuff. I do this stuff for fun. This is this is a fun hobby. And like I said, when I eventually start my Patreon um, going forward, that money is going to be going directly to my hobby, the website, purchasing games, maybe help purchase some consoles. Maybe, like I always say, because I want to give back to people, maybe I'll have contests and stuff where people can win games and councils and stuff like that, and so on and so on. It, it It's always a work in progress. It's always going to be a fun thing to do, and even though I'm, I shouldn't say stressed, but I won't have to hurry to make like two podcasts like I'm doing right now. I'm recording this on Sunday. I got to record the Juju 2Cast cast. Uh, today as well which i'm gonna just talk mostly about this new website and stuff and talk about what i'm going to be doing going forward in my hobby podcasting video life and um like i said i want to do more gaming videos i want to do more uh streams game captures and of course the show the podcast which will still be this podcast technically I'm changing the name a little bit. It's not going to be the Games Attack AudioCast uh, going forward. And that's when the, after the next one, I think. Um, so we'll have, we're at 480 now. At 481, we'll still be at it. And then 482, I'm changing the name from the Games Attack AudioCast to the Games Attack Podcast. Because sure, it's AudioCast, but it's a podcast. And I want people to know this is a podcast. So, and I wanted to keep it in the same feed because I was thinking, should I just restart from scratch, go from the beginning, or should I just all out change the name and redo it all from the ground up and just change it like I did the last time when it used to be called the Gamer Tech Audiocast <laughs> back when I did gaming and technology at the same time. But I, I think. I think I, I'm just going to just change the name, keep the feeds as is, keep it simple, and you guys can listen to all the old crappy podcasts that I did in the past for the Games Attack AudioCast. And then going forward will be the Games Attack Podcast. Uh, the show notes will stay basically the same, except for I will change email addresses um, on this. Uh, it won't be CoreCast2011 at Gmail anymore. It'll be actually the old freaky gamer. <laughs> at gmail.com which is going to be awesome and yes i i could i am paying for like a professional email service i wanted to try it out but i didn't i'm not i'm like well why not just use gmail because it's not like i'm this is just for fun you know why should i pay for something and spend money that i don't need to spend if i could just put it all in gmail so old freaky gamer at gmail.com is going to be with something going forward uh youtube i am actually doing some big overhaul which this is going to take some time and an effort but um eventually this is going to all be going up on my new youtube at old freak youtube at old freaky gamer of course um so what I'm going to do there is all my videos that I have currently on my Juju2Cast uh, YouTube page is going to go slowly to, or most of it, not everything, I, well, actually that 
not everything off my Juju 2 cast uh, YouTube page will go, but all the gaming related content. Yes, all my gaming, pure gaming related content is going to get filtered through, which I'm slowly downloading each. Because unfortunately, with Google and it being free and all on YouTube and all, I can only download one video at a time. So I got to go in my video. Um, video hub where it has all my videos and i gotta click on them one at a time and download one at a time download sure you can use that google keep or the google uh uh take back or whatever it's called uh where you can get all that stuff together but it takes a lot more time and i have done it and it could take weeks or longer for google to send me the link to the to for me to download all the videos and everything else and they're gonna all be in zip folders and stuff and they might not even fit in everything so i don't trust google into not uh separating my content because they might actually separate the videos of my stuff and put them into two separate folders and i don't want that so i'm going the harder longer route but it's a more combed through route where i just click on all the videos i want one by one and download them which it hasn't been too slow i'm already at i'm at i got like what 600 and something pages or almost 700 pages and i'm already at three almost 400 um videos on my pages and stuff like that. So I'm not doing too bad on downloading. And then when I upload these videos, I'm not going to make individual, um, you know, individual descriptions and stuff with them anymore. They're all going to go in their respective areas. So the game on videos are going to be in the game on section. All the first game plays are going to be in the first gameplay section. Unboxings, Mr. Mike plays, etc etc those are all going to be minecraft mining mayhem all the minecraft videos are going to go under that category that i downloaded even if they're not called that um it's just going to be a minecraft area and um all the new videos going forward will just go in those respective um those respective uh what should i call them respective uh video places <laughs> and like i said it's at the start there will not be all the backs back backlog stuff will be just you know the names of the video titles that is it uh but in the future you know going forward after that when i post videos i will post them to the old freaky gamer um youtube channel and sure that's basically taking away my little bit of people that are subscribed to it and uh basically canceling that all up but i wanted to start from scratch i want to start it all new and um it's going to be i think a better thing and then eventually I'll, i will still keep up my juju 2 cast audio cast youtube or my juju 2 cast uh youtube page for a while at least for you know a few months so nobody gets confused I might even make a video on there saying, hey, subscribers, if you're still wanting to subscribe to my videos and stuff, I got a new YouTube page. Go over to that because I'm going to eventually cancel this one out 
Maybe maybe I'll let it go in September or something or whatever. Or maybe I'll keep it till the new year and say, "Hey, new year, I'm ca- I'm closing out of this old this um account, this YouTube account cuz I want to keep everything that I do gaming-wise under one account cuz right now I use both my um my uh what you call it? I use my Juju, my regular account with my games account and it's all crazy and Everything is just was split up. I want to keep it all under one roof, one thing, make it a lot easier for people to get their content and me to post content and stuff like that. But um, like I said, going forward, eventually that's all going to be under the Old Freaky Gamer uh, YouTube page on the Old Freaky Gamer website, which, like I said, and I have mentioned this many times before, uh, my website will be oldfreakygamer.com going forward down the road. And uh, juju2cast.com will be no longer existing. It'll all be purged and wiped and everything will be gaming content going forward. And I will keep the blogger site for a little while until I can get my official new website up. That's going to take a little bit more time. So what I decided, I will keep, uh, I will change everything up on my uh, blogger page. I will link my old freaky gamer uh, uh, link to that, and I will purge it and make it new and whatnot. Maybe maybe I'll just make it underneath the. Um, I could just do that. I could just make a whole new thing and just do I should just do that. I should leave the Juju2Cast site alone for a little while um, because I still got time on the Juju2Cast.com uh, for that site. So I, I got like the rest of the a year or two. I forget how many years I have on it. I think I have a whole year left on it, but eventually it's all going to be gone. It's all going to be purged. It's all going to be oldfreakygamer.com and stuff like that. So um, we'll see how that works. We'll see how that works out. Um, It's been a while since I did website stuff. And I will stick with this blogger site, website, for a little bit longer. Like I said, I'll make a whole new blogger site for my blog, my old freaky gamer content and stuff like that. But... um, you know, eventually going forward, like I said, I will create a full real website, even though the blogging site is a website, but I want a real website. I want probably a Squarespace site or something like that, which I'm thinking that might be my best choice going forward is a blog, uh, <laughs> a Squarespace site. And um, we'll see. We'll see how many... Uh, if you guys will want to join me, how many of you guys want to join my Patreon and stuff? Help me out a little bit. You know, and it's not, I don't even, what what I'm choosing for my increments for my, uh, the money that I want are very little. Like I'm, I'm starting it off, even though, even though I got like the thing saying, Hey, Mr. Mike on the Patreon site, uh, this might be too low amount of money for you to accept. And I'm like, well, well, why? Who cares? If it's somebody that doesn't have that much money and they just want to help out once in a while or help out for a month or something, they can easily afford it. Not everybody can afford $10 a month or 20 or whatever or 5 even. 
I got a two dollar amount on my uh, Patreon that I want to do going forward, and I, I forgot what the other ones were. Uh, I can go to my Patreon right here, I think. Right? Do I got my Patreon here? Let's see here. Uh, oh, I think this is it. I'm opening up my new tab for my Patreon. Here we go. Okay, here here is what I got so far, and I think yeah, I only got three tiers because. I figure, why why should I why should I make something that's um, I make something super complicated and whatnot? I'm making it really easy, really cheap. So I got the first t- tier, and um, what I'm saying is just the tipping tier is two dollars a month, uh, basically. For thanks for your support, all that stuff. A five dollar tier, um, which I call so fun, on talking about the g- podcasting and stuff and videos, my gamer art stuff because I want to do video gamer art. Um, I'll have a thing where you could get your name and lights, a shout out on a monthly thank you podcast where you help me and my vision out. And uh, let's see here. And um, then a game on $10 a month thing here I'm showing. Um, And this is where I got to learn how to do the Patreon feed thing because I'll have to start doing the Patreon feed for this stuff uh, for, you know, thanks and all that. Um, Serious Gamer, all previous bonus content and community benefits, early access to new videos and content, unlimited Patreon feed access, thanks for your support, Patreon shout-out, early access, complete post-archive, stuff like that. And I only got the three tiers. Now, down the road, if I become popular enough and all that, um, I will do something like a, uh, a fourth tier or something. I'll do like some big tier where you could get like special gamer art. Cause that's another thing I'm doing on my hobby is artwork and artwork that is with gaming and stuff on my Patreon right now, even though I'm still early on, on this Patreon thing. Uh, I got some Patreon artwork that I've used AI to create some very interesting gaming art and stuff like that but um yeah it's all a work in progress i'm slowly doing it shuffling my feet basically doing this stuff but uh i got it all in my head i know what i want i know what i want to do it's just putting it out there taking the time finding the time i should say and taking the time to make stuff the best that it can be something that i like to do um and I just got to focus and put my effort, best effort into doing that stuff. But uh, like I said, oldfreakygamer.com, folks. I am Mr. Mike, Old Freaky Gamer. This is going to be the Games Attack podcast going forward. The Juju 2Cast diecast will be gone. And I will still have the same videos uh, that I post up, like the Game On videos, first gameplays, special gaming videos where I do... Uh, basically game playthroughs of games mostly like the yakuza series yakuza like me where i will play through all 
any upcoming Yakuza games fully, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It it is gonna be a lot of fun. And I, like I said, I also want to try to do more streaming. Maybe I'll do like rando streams during the weeks and stuff like that. Um, I'll have to get on some social media. I'll have to get on some different social media. I'm not gonna do um twitch or twitter not twitch twitter anymore like other people because i don't want to pay to have my official logo check mark whatever on there and um but i'll probably do instagram i'll go look on that i know that's facebook-ish um but maybe i'll do some instagram or something like that and there's other things you could i could do but um i'm trying to keep it simple i'm trying to keep it very simple so that people can um, see what I'm about. Um, trying to stay away from, like I said, Facebook and stuff because I'm not a big Facebooker. I got out of that a long time ago. But um, going forward, you know, we'll see how I get myself out there. You know what I mean? Uh, so what else? Did, did I mention everything? Yeah, basically all new stuff, all new it's going to be all gaming, all the time, gaming-related. No super politics, unless if you consider whatever's in the gaming world, whatever politics are happening in the gaming world, it'll all be gaming-related. It's not going to be, oh, look, we got the war in Ukraine, or um, Japan is hunting killer whales again, or something. Like, you know, it, it's going to be all gaming-related. And that's what I want to stick with, because I love gaming. And that's when I want to stick with. So ah, there you have it. In the sloppy way, I talked about everything. And um, like I said, mentioned my Patreon, which will go up. It's not up yet, folks. So hold on to your butts. Um, I'm still working on it. I got to get back into the Patreon to work on it and stuff. And then I got to get a payment thing. What I'm going to do, I'm going to put in it. I want my money in a separate account. I don't want it with my regular money or anything else. I want it in a separate like a sa- savings account, not a business account, because this isn't going to be a business, even though I'll f- I'm sure I have to pay taxes on this stuff. But it ain't going to be a full-blown business. It's a, it's a hobby. It's a hobby. It's my second. It's, a, it's not my second job, but it's my hobby side hustle, let's just say. And um, it's for f- my fun, for what I love to do. And the money is basically the tips that you guys will will hopefully want to do you know i'm not forcing anybody to do anything you'll still get great content for free of charge on twitch and youtube and stuff but you know there'll be times where i put stuff like first on patreon or something like that and make it uh dedicated until i can get a a good gaming website up and running and then you know i start doing something like that for payments and stuff like that but uh We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, it's always the next big step for me. <laughs> I'm not usually good with those kind of big steps. The only big steps I'm good with is fixing up my house, doing some stuff, playing games. Uh, and I shouldn't keep saying uh all the time because I'm just trying to think what's next here. So, mm. Okay, enough about that. <laughs> enough talking about my games attack and stuff like that. Like I said, it's all going to be good. It's all going to be fun going forward. And I will definitely let you guys in the know even more when that stuff goes forward in the channels and stuff like that. So 
just be on the lookout. It's coming up soon. I, I plan on doing it around uh, vacation week, maybe. We'll see. Mostly I want to just do vacation stuff, but it'll be around June. It'll be around that month when everything changes, and it might change really crazily and dramatically. So when you go to juju2cas.com one day and it doesn't end up, well, you know what? I could keep the Juju2cast um, thing up that could still go to the gaming website. You know, I don't have to take that down. I should, I'll just point the oldfreakygamer.com to the Juju2cast website. So it, it could do uh, could do that. I'll, actually, like I said, I was going to probably do a new website. Uh, new blogger site too so maybe that's not gonna work so much but anywho anywho that's um that's how it goes uh boy websites and such you know mm-hmm. so let's talk about video games shall we uh i played a few not many um i'm actually kind of was busy most of the week doing other house related stuff i'm trying to clean my house i'm trying to do a, I consider a late spring clean of my house, which I started in the basement basically, and the basement was a mess. Um, should I go back even farther? I should a little bit. So basically, my cat, I had to put her down. My uh, Christine of seventeen plus years had to put her put her down. And I was eventually going to clean the basement anyways to get it cleaned up before my vacation because i want to get this whole house cleaned up and and fixed up as much as i can before my vacation because i don't want to do any work on my vacation i want to just have it as a real vacation so i had to put unfortunately put down my cat and um that basically kicked my basement cleaning into overdrive and me wanting to do other stuff like Get a new carpet in there and etc etc patch up walls all that so i'm doing my cleaning i finished the basement yesterday night and everything's back in there everything's clean basement's all good and then i'm going to go throughout the rest of the house maybe today i'll do some more stuff and i got to do windows stuff like that you know vacuuming dusting stuff like that around the house nothing super major and then some outside stuff that i got to do and put some stuff together and all that but eventually this house is going to be really clean and stuff so when my vacation does come up and the video games come out and i start playing a lot of video games um during my vacay my game my gaming vacay that's what i always like to call it my gaming vacay because everything that is gaming is happening around my vacation uh i will be playing stuff like street fighter 6 i will be playing my new asus rug ally hopefully if nothing happens before the launch of that and hopefully my best buy gets my units in because i don't trust these people because they're kind of idiots i'll talk about that in a little bit um and i will be playing you know set that sucker up try out some games on it do a video that's another thing i want to do a nice video and stream of my asus rug ally uh for you guys and demo that play that download games to it set it up stuff like that uh and show you guys what the the realism the reality is of this thing and how easy it is for somebody like me which i'm a windows based guy and because the asus rug ally is a steam deck that runs 
Windows. It's basically a Steam Deck, but better, <laughs> uh, thinner, better looking, and all that. It, 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 but it runs Windows. It's not running a Linux-based system or anything. It's not running stuff like that. It's running Windows. So everything mostly is going to be playing on it. And I got games already set up for it that I want to put on it, like the Yakuza games, like Yakuza 0, Kiwami, and Kiwami 2, which those games I cannot wait to play again, especially on the Aces Rogue Ally. I'm going to put Minecraft on there eventually. I'm going to put a bunch of other stuff on there. Uh, any Game Pass game I want to put on there, Steam is going to be on there, of course. Um, those games. It's going to be a fun gaming device. I mean, like I said, I'm even going to put some ROMs on there. I'm going to play, put old school games on. Not that I'll play them much, but I want to be able to um, put some, put some stuff like that. Put some emulated emulation games on the Steam, on the Steam, on the Aces Rog Ally because I think, uh, I think it's going to be pretty fun to do all that stuff. And how I'm going to capture it, I bought which should come today, I think it is coming today with some other stuff, I bought a capture box for it that should work with this Asus ROG Ally, uh, hopefully, and um, we'll see what we see. We'll see how um, this stuff works out, because I was going to buy the official Asus ROG Ally little uh, capture, well, capture uh, streaming it it's basically a hub where it charges your Asus ROG Ally, but yet you can plug plug in a HDMI two cable to it, you know, and it has a third USB cable uh, port for other stuff. Uh, but I decided to hold off on using getting that because that's like going to be sixty seventy dollars for what Asus is charging for their cable, and I found one for like twenty bucks on Amazon that a lot of people say it's really good and it could go up to 100 uh, 100 uh, watts of power, which for the Asus ROG Ally, in order to charge it, you need at least 65 watts. So this could go up to 100 watts of power. So my Asus ROG Ally will be able to charge off that thing a lot easier. A lot easier, I should say. Um so, and a lot of people say they love it and they use it for like their Switch and other devices and stuff. So, that is something that I am going to do um, when that comes out. So, that's a lot of gaming right there. And if the truth is true to his word and he gets me that uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom game for my birthday, I might also have that game to play. I'll see. I'll wait and see because it's the truth. And he likes to say stuff and all that and then he drops the ball a lot as well i hate to say that because he might listen to this podcast (laughs) he might be he might listen to this podcast someday but he does drop the ball sometimes because he'll say something i'll promise stuff and then he never follows through on a lot of stuff he's a good friend but sometimes he just doesn't go for the gold a lot of times it's just like when I asked him about I wanted to do the concrete new concrete work uh, for my sidewalk and stuff and whatnot, and I wanted to do it this year. And I talked to him, and he said he was going to find me like the right cement company to do it because I didn't know which one to go with, and he was going to set stuff up, and we we're going to do it together. And I never heard a single word from him. It's like he just doesn't. It's just he just doesn't focus. Eventually. I, I, but right now, I 
put off that project on hold. I might do that next year anyways because I spent too much money this year anyways for stuff. So um, budget-wise, I'll wait till next year to do that concrete work. Plus, that'll be a good year to do it because then I could do fencing and stuff like that as well. But um, anywho, anywho, yeah. Uh, uh, what was I going with all that stuff? Yeah, it's going to be a birthday gaming week. It's going to be fun, all that stuff. Uh, I'll talk about this first because I was going to talk about the PlayStation Showcase, which I did watch twice. I watched it once uh with one site and then i watched it with jeff gersman when he was talking over it and getting some opinions and ideas and of course there was stuff in there that um you know it it was like eh but um i want to talk about the asus rog ally when i went to best buy last week because um asus says they were going to have the rog ally extremes at best buys so people can you know a demo station so people could test them out they didn't say when it was going to happen but i'm like well there's only a few weeks left before this device comes out so i was like well hmm i wonder if my local best buy would have it and you know i went to the movies that day it was during it was on a tuesday last week when i went to the movies to see uh guardians of the galaxy 3 which to tell you damn good movie james gunn hit it out of the park again with a third guardians movie i never heard too much about it. i heard a lot of people liked it but i didn't hear it making a lot of money or whatnot i don't know i don't know what's up with that oh well um it was still a great movie so um i went to the movies so i said eh, i'm i'm early i'm like an hour early why don't i go to the best buy and check out to see if they have this the Asus Rog Ally demo station so I could test it out hands-on there maybe because I'm no I know not many people are gonna be there in the morning. And I went in there and the place is like a like a I don't know, a, a desert. Tumbleweeds are going around there. There's like nobody. No no workers or no employees, I should say, no not many customers at all. And I went into the technology section, you know, the computer section first, because it is a Windows-based device, but it is a gaming device, but it's a Windows-based device. And I looked around at all the gaming computers, looked around to see if they had a demo station. Didn't see nothing. I seen a lot of Asus ROG um, devices there, a lot of uh, laptops from Asus, gaming laptops and desktops and stuff. But I didn't see the ally there so there was two people two young not very bright individuals we'll say over at the the geek squad best buy computer center whatever they like to call it now and i asked them i'm like hey um i checked out the video game section as well let, let me mind you that and i asked them I'm like yeah this this asus rog ally is supposed to come out it's a handheld gaming device with a, you know like a switch but it's runs windows and stuff they're supposed to have a demo station here uh soon because it's coming out soon at, at first the guy's like well they ain't coming out for a while so we want to get i'm like it's only coming out in a couple of weeks you know it's coming out what the is it the seventh, eighth? I, I keep forgetting when this thing's coming out. Uh, I'll look it up. Aces Rog Ally release 
States. It's coming out. It's coming out. The 13th. Okay. I thought it was earlier. Oh, no. I'm thinking of Street Fighter now. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of Street Fighter. Excuse me. I was thinking of Street Fighter. That's what's coming out the 8th, I think. It's coming out earlier. Yeah, that's right. The 8th, right? 8th or 9th. Something around there. 6th, maybe? Maybe it's the 6th. I don't know. It's that week. That week of June. That's when... That's when uh, <laughs> Street Fighter comes out. Okay. Um, but it's coming out the day before my birthday. So it's 13th. So still, one, two. It's like two, three weeks away, not even, give or take. I know some people say, well, it's a still a long time. But not really when it comes to, you know, stuff coming out. It, it's That's pretty soon. That's pretty quick. And you'd think they'd have it out already so people could go, ooh, ooh, I might want this, so can I pre-order this? And there was nothing. And, you know, I'm not one of those, like I said, big-time influencers or anything like that. I'm a little guy just having some fun. So I don't get any of the goods like other people get. You know, I don't get to go to Asus and say, hey, can I have one of your demo units? Can I try it out? And stream about it and talk about it no i don't i don't get to do that stuff you know i don't get free hand down hand me downs and stuff like other people and all these these people these influencers and stuff and there's so many of these people that have this asus rug ally device in their hands on youtube and stuff and i'm like how do you all got this i don't know any of you guys how do you guys have this it's it's a it's a big question mark in my mind on how a lot of these people get a hand, handle on this stuff when, you know, they're all influencers. They're, of course, they're going to talk good about it. Of course, they're going to not give you the the shit or somebody that might not like it and has it and they're going to still say shit about it and they don't really give you the... See, this is what's going to happen. When I get the Asus Rogue Ally, you're going to get the real... The real deal on it. You're gonna. I'm gonna tell you like, how like it is, what it is, etc., etc., etc. The goods, the bads, uh, what they could did better, what they think they blew out of the park and stuff. I'm gonna tell you straight up what this device is gonna be like. I'm not influenced by anybody. Even if they gave me a demo, I wouldn't be influenced by them on that. It, it's just what how it's gonna be, and um, you know. There's a lot of things after watching so many videos on this device, looking at the specs and all that. I know what the goods and the bads are going to be, and I know what um, it's going to be for like me. I know what I'm using this thing for. This is why I'm buying it for $700. Uh, but I was kind of I, – so I asked them, oh, do, do you have this – is it coming? Is this demo station coming? Do you know anything about it? And they're looking at me like – what? We don't really know anything about this device. Now, I'm telling you, these are two these two special, we'll call them special uh, Best Buy employees uh, over at the computer section. I'm like, they're like, well, there's a demo station over there. Look, It's looking kind of empty. Maybe we'll get one in soon or whatever. And I'm like, you guys know nothing about anything. Why do you work here? Why do they have people like that working at places like that when they don't even know what is coming down, soon down the pipeline? Now, note, yes, you don't. not everybody can know ev- everything, but 
this is something that you're teaming up. Best Buy and, and Asus are teaming up to sell exclusively at Best Buys right now. So why would they not know anything about that? Don't any of the management and anybody tell them, hey, we got this new device coming out soon. Uh, yeah, people are going to start asking you, here, we got some some documentation or we're going to get the demo station pretty soon, let people know that it's coming, blah, 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 blah. Do some in-store advertisement. Have these kids, I'm going to call them kids because they look like stupid kids from college or whatever, which I would never hire in a million years. They had these stupid kids, go, st- they stand in there, you know, talking to themselves, probably playing with themselves, I don't know, and they're, they don't know nothing about anything. And it's like, I'm asking them questions and they're like, uh, I don't know, maybe it's going to be in the gaming section. I don't know. And I'm like, what do you guys know? Do you guys know anything? Do, do you really know anything about anything on computers? I bet you I can out-computerize both of these two idiots in no time. But yet, these are the people that got hired there. When I was younger... When Best Buy started opening up in my area, I applied to Best Buy many times, talked to the manager many times, and I'm like, dude, you could hire me. I know computers. I know video games. I know technology. I am what you are looking for in your store. And they didn't hire me. They didn't want me. Plus, they didn't want to pay pay a lot of money anyways. And I'm like, well, there you go. This is why your business is going to eventually fail. This is why... When I go into the Best Buy, my local Best Buy anyway, I don't know about your Best Buys, maybe it's different, but I went in my local Best Buy, this is why my Best Buy store is completely almost empty. It's got the bare minimum of stuff, it's a big giant space with not much stuff in it, they don't even have the a good Blu-ray DVD section anymore, unless if you get new stuff and whatnot, and everything else is just, eh, you know, not many video games on the shelves anymore. Not many of this or that. I went into the appliance section, and I know this ain't gaming related, but I went into the appliance section because I want to eventually get a new refrigerator for my kitchen. I saw some nice stoves too. I wanted to get maybe a new stove for my house, and it was on sale too. It was really cheap, and there's nobody there to help. Nobody. I walked around the whole store and all that there was was the two stupid video game guys, which I didn't want to go back up to because they're two stupid video game or whatever guys or computer geek guys, which they're not. The two stupid whoever got hired there. So I walked out. I'm like, you you guys, this is why you guys are sucking. This is why Best Buy is failing because you don't got people that are excited or knowledgeable or wanting to get stuff you know, sold in a store, you know, you, you could have, you basically lost the sale because I could have bought that. At least I would have bought that, um, that new stove from you guys that day if you would have, uh, let me know on a few things that I had questions about and whatnot and delivery and stuff. And the fridges, I wanted to know some stuff about on how, you know, how, what is done with those and not nobody around nobody around so you lost sales right there lots of money down the drain right there uh you're lucky you got my asus rog ally uh pre-order the only time i go to best buy here's the thing folks when i go to best buy is for certain select video games when i can get them right there and then usually i go to walmart now sometimes walmart has all the video games i want right away but video games 
Uh, day one release movies, if I don't, I can't get them on Amazon right away, or if Amazon charges way more money for them. Uh, so movies, some certain video games, and that that's basically it. You know, and like this, the gaming thing, this gaming console, handheld console, computer, the Asus ROG Ally, and that's it. Otherwise, if I want TVs or something, I go to Best, I go to Amazon or even thinking about going to Walmart, but you know, Amazon will ship it to my house. I know what I want in a TV. I don't have to look at it right there and go, Oh, is this screen better than that screen? They're all very similar people. It's just the sizes and what brand name you trust nowadays. I know people will say a lot of things against it, but here's the thing. A lot of the panels are made by the same manufacturers. A lot of the TVs are made by similar people. And you know, even those cheap budgeted TVs that you think from the no-name companies that are coming from China and other places, they're usually damn good, too, because they want to get into that market to sell you stuff like that. So, you know, but they're all basically the same. I bought mine, my LG, my old LG TV here. That's a 4K TV that I never used anything 4K on. 1080p at the most, but I never put anything 4K on it because then I have to upgrade, get a brand-new surround system and stuff to do that. But that that... That's good enough. I didn't need nothing special. It came with all this special stuff. Even It's even a 3D TV, which I don't even give a shit about 3D. But it's there. But it's there to play video games and watch movies on. But anywho, folks, back to the situation. And sorry to go off tangent again. Yeah, Best Buy employees suck. At least in my area. You know, I've been to other Best Buys around New York as well, you know, because sometimes I might have to go to another one to look for stuff. There's one close to my work as well, which I would have pre-ordered the Asus ROG Ally there, but I'm going to be off that day, so I'll be on vacation. So I got the one by my house, so that was a lot easier to go to that one instead to pick up this device so I didn't have to go past my work (laughs) to do. So, uh yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm going to be next, this upcoming Tuesday, which is when you're listening to this tomorrow, I will be going to see Fast 10, hopefully that day. So yeah, Fast and Furious 10. <laughs> so I will maybe take another tr- stroll into the Best Buy and see if uh, maybe they fi- got it in or not. I don't know. You would think they would have it in a few weeks before the Asus Rug Alley comes out for sale because you would think you want people to try it before they buy it and see what this thing is about. Get some buzz around it, more buzz around it. But I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with people and a- advertisement. You'd think these people would love some advertisements, especially free in-store advertisements and stuff like this. This is big advertisement. You know, you have it in a store. People are going into it to look at stuff hands-on. I don't know. I don't know. You would think people would want to to learn and see what what this device is capable of. Because, you know, I've been hearing the rumors. You know, there's been always a lot of talk about Asus. Some people love them. Some people hate them. Some people th- think their technology has gone down the drain. I don't know. I've had their graphics cards and motherboards for a long time now, and I have had no problems I have a lot of stuff that is Asus stuff, so I haven't had a single problem with any of their their tech yet. So, you know, I'm very happy. I'm going to be very happy with 
this wrong ally, you know. But a lot of people are like, eh, yeah, whatever, Asus, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, oh, it's a Windows-based machine, so a lot of people don't like Windows. But, hey, where do you play your PC games? Windows. Uh-huh. I'm sure the Steam Deck will get better and better over time. And the Steam Deck, you know, if they ever come out with the Steam Deck 2 and it gets more powerful and the library gets bigger and bigger on what it can play in the Linux world, it's still not going to be able to do as much as what the Asus Rug Ally does. Not even close. Not even close. But that's why I'm buying it. That's why I'm buying this because it had everything and more that I want in a gaming handheld device without, you know, sacrificing anything. And I know I can use this for other stuff. So if I'm not playing games on it, it can be used as a computer. Why not? <laughs> uh, so watched the PlayStation Showcase on Wednesday. And I, I started talking about this or at least teasing this. And um, I watched it. I watched it twice. And they announced a bunch of games. And all I can say is um, I was because I'm not a PlayStation gamer. You guys all know that. If you know me, you listen to my podcast, you know I'm an Xbox guy. You know I'm an Xbox guy. You know I'm a guy that um, I'm trying to look for this thing here. You know I'm a guy that you know, plays PC games, Xbox, and Switch. Now, note, I do love the earlier PlayStation era before PlayStation 4, because when PS4 came out, that's when PlayStation went downhill for me. That's when I said no, no to PlayStation, to Sony, because uh, I returned my PS4, famously enough, because I just, when I played my friend's PS4, before I even opened mine, I kept my clothes, because I knew if I didn't like his, I would return it. I didn't like it because of the controller. There wasn't any good enough games coming out. They weren't good enough. And I returned my PS4 because I'm like, well, what am I going to be playing on this? Why am I wasting, what was it, $500 at that time? Maybe $400? I I forgot what the PS4 came out as. I think it might have been $500. I don't know. Uh, But nothing impressed me. And it was, like I said, why would I waste all this money on this device, this gaming device, if I know I'm not going to play anything on it? Now, note, I do have a Vita. I love that little Vita for for all its life. Not that I've been playing it at, at all, but I, I will, will once in a while pick it up, play some stuff on it. It's got a little big plan on it. It's got its stuff. Maybe I'll play some more stuff on it later. You know, I, keep, I kept it up to date. I charged it up uh, not too long ago, keep the charge going, uh, but... Mostly, I have not been, uh, you know, playing anything else PlayStation-wise, but I still have my PS3. Love that thing. Haven't played it in a while, but I do have a bunch of uh, games for that PS3, and they're all great games. You know, Mod Nation Racers, Little Big Planet, God of War games, stuff like that. Forgot what else I got for that, but I got a bunch of games for that as well, and I loved playing my PS3. I might play PS some PS3 again in the near future. You never know. In future streams, maybe I'll break out that PS3, set it up, and we can play some Mod Nation Racers or Little Big Planet and create some stuff. Who knows? You know, but that was the era of PS3 and before, you know, PS2, PS1. That 
those were the golden years. That was the best time to be a PlayStation gamer. And I was a PS, a PlayStation gamer all the way up to the PS3. And then, you know, you got Jim Ryan and all that other bullshit going on down the road. And then after that, I'm like, I don't like this company anymore. I don't like the guy that's running the PlayStation division. I don't like Jim Ryan. He seems like a pompous asshole. You can tell just because he's crying and whining about how and trying to fight Microsoft for not getting hold of Activision Blizzard. And they're just doing it because of spite, even though they withhold games like the new Final Fantasies that have been announced those aren't coming on to xbox those aren't coming to the xbox they're only going to playstation so you know they say microsoft's going to do all this shit with uh call of duty and all that but microsoft wants to make money and they're going to keep putting call of duty on playstation and anything else they can put call of duty on because they'll know they'll make a ton of money sony was also the one that was purely against having crossplay between councils and stuff because they felt it was like oh it's a security issue even though the matter of fact is they didn't want non-playstation customers being able to play with their playstation customers because they're not paying them fees and stuff and their online fees to play together and stuff like that so you know sony does did a, does a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you might not understand or know or if you're listening to me you do know some stuff and they're not a very good company anymore. You know, they've been stale for a while now. They tried to make you think they were the best of the best and that they were gamer friendly, which they're not anymore. You know, Microsoft goes to this stages as well. I'm sure my Xbox does as well. You know, there are times when you're on the top and you get a little lazy. But Microsoft is last place right now and they're just trying their best to get the give the best to the gamers that they got and if they could get a few more gamers on their side hey you know their games could be a bit better but at least they're trying and i know they got to try harder in the games part but at least they're trying to keep everybody give everybody a good reason to buy xboxes out there you know so um you know, going into this, I'm like, okay, let's still, because I still watch the PlayStation because I am a gamer and I still want to know. Maybe there is some cool stuff coming out of the PlayStation showcase that I might want to play someday. And note, now slowly, Sony will be, you know, going forward, putting out games to PC, not right day and date. Like they said, they said they weren't going to do it day and date because they don't believe on you know, they think that apparently that monopolizes the PlayStation if they come out day and date with PC games of their their first party games and stuff like that. So, uh, OK, <laughs> I guess I guess you guys don't care that much about the, all the extra money, because if you brought out the new Spider-Man game, Spider-Man 2 out day and date on PC and PlayStation, I'm sure your sales would go up dramatically. And you'd still be making a lot of money because you'd still be getting that $70 and stuff that you're charging for and maybe even more. But yet you guys don't want to. Hmm. Which isn't a bad tactic either. I can't say I can't say it's, it's a bad tactic either because they are a co- corporation. And by keeping it on your platform a bit longer and then eventually putting it out on a on a um 
on the PC, that actually makes sense too because you're getting these people that couldn't wait to play the game, so they bought it for a PlayStation or they bought a PlayStation to play the game, and then eventually they're going to buy it again on for PC or something. Yeah, you can get more of that revenue. I can see that too. I can see that. But, uh, yeah, I was watching the PlayStation Showcase with, you know, even though not a PlayStation guy, still watching it for to see what announcements because a lot of these games are also coming out to Xbox, even though they're not going to say it in their presentation. But a lot of these games are coming out to Xbox as well on the Xbox side and PC. And um, I wanted to see what was coming out. So they showed a bunch of stuff, showed a lot of um, hentai-ish trailers out in there, you know, a lot of gotcha games, a lot of scantily clad Asian uh, anime women uh, doing battles and stuff and all this other stuff. And yeah, I was looking at everything. I'm like, okay, I'm not really interested. Not really interested. Um, a lot of stuff like tear down, ready, got it for PC. Still wonder how that's going to be on consoles. Cause when that comes out on the PlayStation and Xbox, that's going to, that's going to tax those systems to the max easily. So that's going to be interesting. Um, Marathon from Bungie, which is basically something that they rebooted from their old Marathon games. A lot of people were interested in that. Uh, me, I'm like, well, I'm not a shooter guy or I'm not a multiplayer shooter guy like that. So, okay. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage. That's going back to the past right there. They're going back to the beginning, basically, with Assassin's Creed, back to the desert, smaller gameplay worlds, I guess, and stuff like that. So if you like how the original Assassin's Creed's played, that's what that's going to be like. Um, They announced the Metal Gear Solid remake, Metal Gear Solid Delta, Snake Eater, and a bunch of other Metal Gear Solids coming as well. Um, Cat Quest, Pirates of the Caribbean, Neva, Immortals of Avium, Ghost Runner 2, Detailus, Principle 2, and of course, Spider-Man 2, like I said before, is probably my biggest highlight, even though I haven't played the first Spider-Man game, but that's only because it's still $60 damn dollars on Steam right now. I think it went on sale for like 20 something dollars, and then all of a sudden it jumped right back up to $60 again, and I'm like, uh, fuck you, Sony. I will wait till that drops down in price again because I know Steam and I know they'll drop. Uh, I know they'll drop Spider Man to Spider Man again down again, or if that Miles Morales game eventually comes to Steam, they'll drop the original Spider Man game down. But I'm not paying you guys sixty damn dollars for that game when it's been out for over a. F- a year and some months now or a year two years almost or whatever it is it's been a long time i'm not doing that i'm not doing that i'm sorry i'm not doing that so when that comes cheap again on steam and i see it in my little wish list and it says hey mr mike yeah um that that spider-man game you really are interested in that was originally on a a PlayStation thing, and it's fully patched now, so it works better on PC. Oh, that's finally on sale now. You don't have to pay that outrageous price tag that Sony thinks they still can get from people to buy it for people that can't wait. I'll I'll wait. I'll wait on that. But um, Spider-Man 2 looks good. 
it looks really good. Um, a lot of the other people that I was watching with, like Jeff Gerstmann and stuff, they said it was pretty damn good looking. And I, I'm, I agree with them. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty damn good looking, hopefully playing uh, Spider-Man game that I would eventually get because um, I'm interested in. And otherwise, it was just a lot of showboating, them showing their damn X, X what was it? X square, triangles, circle, damn logo over and over again after each video and whatnot. And it was all a bunch of CG trailers and maybe one or two gameplay videos. There was not much gameplay in that whole showcase. It was all a bunch of CG, CG damn trailers. And, of course, Jim Ryan came on there once and talked his bullshit. And then they showed off very quickly that stupid... Uh, playstation uh stream handheld device that they didn't really talk anything about they just said well it's going to be 1080p i think seven inch screen they basically glued two parts of the playstation controller to the sides of it it looks like a phone with two playstation controllers attached to it and it's coming out later this year or something like that blah 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 stay tuned so in the fall and i bet you because nobody, they never set a price or a date. I bet you that thing's going to be coming out in the fall or winter. I bet you they're going to charge, try to charge three hundred bucks for it. I bet you they're going to want to charge three hundred damn dollars for that device. And when they do, I'm going to laugh my ass off. Jeff Gersman says, "Well, if they charged ninety nine for it, it'd be a good deal." But come on, this is Sony. When does Sony charge only cheap prices on their hardware? Never. They're going to try to go very premium on this bullshit device, and it's going to fail because nobody's going to spend $299.99 for this fucking little thing on a screen and a broken controller attached to the ends of it. Like they went to the Zelda, the Tears of the Kingdom, and they went, hey, we're going to glue these dudes to the screens and created a PlayStation uh, streamer thing. Hey, guess what? Microsoft has a bunch of those things. Mainly the new one coming out, the Aces Rog Ally, is going to be my second gameplay device for Game Pass uh-huh, and stuff like that. So, ha-ha, <laughs> and it's an actual gaming handheld, and I can play other games. So, yeah, that's going to be my Game Pass um, console handheld, and it's going to play all the other games in it. You know, sure, it's expensive, but I could do more stuff with it. What can you do with this PlayStation thing? Oh, you got to remotely play it on with your console and stuff because you need your console to play any of the games on this thing, and they're still going to charge you $299.99 for it? I'm going to laugh my ass off if it's like that. People, I'm sorry, but I'm going to laugh my ass off. I don't care if you're a PlayStation fanboy or not. I am going to laugh my freaking ass off if this thing is $299.99. Mm-hmm. That is it. That is all I'm going to say on that. Um, But otherwise, you know, it's all a bunch of logo talk. It was all Sony logos, little flashy lights and this and that. No real message at all. It was just this bland trailer after trailer of CG trailer. Then, like I said, uh, they had the nice Mortal Kombat, or the Mortal Kombat, the nice, they had a more, did they have, no, they didn't have a Mortal Kombat. They had a Street Fighter trailer. But they had a nice, you know, Spider-Man 2 trailer gameplay and all that at the end that was good but the rest of this no message the message is oh we got games they're gonna eventually come out mostly third a lot of third party games nothing really from us and 
and we just want your money. That's all I'm that's all that's saying. There's no message. There's no real um we love you as a gamer, you're the best, blah blah blah. Not like Microsoft. Now a lot of people say, Oh, Microsoft press conferences and showcases are so boring or they don't have or whatever. But at least they say, thank you for being gamers. Thank you for being with us. They're actually happy that we're a part of the Xbox ecosystem. They're actually happy that we give them money for games and stuff. They're actually always, you know, supportive. Even when they were doing well, they were always saying, hey, guys, look, you're the best. You're, you're, you're helping us. You're doing this. We're doing this together. You're, you're Xbox fans, blah, 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 blah. Sony, it seems this presentation seemed just so cold and nothing really going on. And then when I found out a lot of these games are coming to Xbox anyways, which I'll talk about in the in the games news section, I'm like, okay, <laughs> what do you got, Sony? Are you, is this why you're so scared that Activision Blizzard is uh, eventually going to get sold to Microsoft and you guys are going to be really shitting your pants because you didn't even make a 10-year deal with Microsoft? If I was Microsoft, I'd be like, oh, sorry, Sony, we couldn't make a a, a Call of Duty game for your console this year because uh, you didn't want in on that 10-year agreement. And we got all these other people we're going to make this game for, so I don't know. Well, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, they'd be like, ah! <laughs> Instead of being nice and saying, yeah, we got our concerns, but... If if you help us out, we'll be more open with you guys. If Sony was a better competitor, a better competitor, and they worked with Microsoft and said, sure, we we don't like it that you're taking over all this stuff, but if you agree to, if you help us out and you agree to put a bunch of these games on, on our console, you know, and get, keep, you know, and do that, you know, maybe we'll do something for you. Maybe we'll tell Square Enix to help put out a, Final Fantasy on your account, you know, work together as 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 friendly compet- competitors, friendly competition. You know, you're still competition. You're still trying to fight for those gaming dollars, but you're working together a little bit. Then you don't look like a bunch of jackasses, which Sony looks like a bunch of jackasses trying to hold up a deal, just like these stupid gamers were trying to sue sue uh, for against the the deal. And I'm laughing at them all the time because it's like. There's no, there's nothing that says that you're being hurt by this. What what are you being hurt by? Okay, and the judge keeps throwing it out because these gamers are stupid and stuff. I don't know, but um, the PlayStation Showcase there was nothing that really stuck out except for Spider Man for me. A lot of people were giving it. Oh yeah, this is like a six or seven out of ten or whatever. They're giving it high scores. Me, I want to see more. I want to see. What Sony could bring to the table? Where's your little big planets? Where's your um, my nation racers? Where's your your games that built up that PlayStation that made me want to get a PS3 and a Vita and all? Where's these Where's these crazy games and stuff that would be like, ooh, look at that! That can only be on a PlayStation, just like Spider Man. That was the only thing. So me. Being an Xbox fanboy, yes, I'm quotating that, but I'm not basing the score on the showcase out of that. But I give it—I give this PlayStation Showcase a four out of ten, easily a failure. The only, and the only reason I gave it four points is because they showed that Spider-Man game, which looks kick-ass. 
by Insomnia Games, which they make kick-ass things. Like, even if they... And I don't know how big Insomnia Games is. They, I'm sure they're pretty big, but I would have hoped that um, Insomnia Games would make, like, another... Uh, oh, whatchamacallit game. Uh, 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 I'm forgetting the name of the game. And everybody's mowing their grass right now, and i got to mow my grass. That sucks. Um, what's that game called? Infamous. I want... I would love some new infamous games and I would, or I'd love them to put the infamous games that they already have out there that they don't talk anything about or whatever. I would like them to remaster those infamous games and put them out on PC, you know, after they put them on console again and then bring out a new infamous game down the road, put that on a console and then eventually of course put it on PC. I would love to play infamous again. Sure, I could. That's another game I could boot up my PlayStation Three for, so I could go back to play Infamous and Infamous Two on. Why not? That's what I might do. Because I think Infamous wasn't Infamous Three on the PS Four or something. I think it was. I think that's why I don't have it because I think it was on the next gen PlayStation. I refuse to keep that. I'd have to look that up as well. But yeah, Infamous people, that was amazing. Sure. They're making Spider-Mans, but how many Spider-Mans can you play? They already got three of them out. They got the Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and then they got the Spider-Man 2. Is that all they're going to do is make all this Spider-Man? Is it going to be a Spider-Man studio? Sometimes you got to go and do something new. Like Sunset Overdrive, which nobody wanted to play or liked, and I liked it a lot, and I beat that game, and I loved it, and I wish they had a Sunset Overdrive 2. Sure, I'd want it on the Xbox, but still. Um, what else? Anything, anything else? I'm just looking here. Like I said, I got a vacation coming up in June. Uh, that's during the, during the, 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 that vacations during, uh, the Xbox press conference and stuff or showcase and stuff like that and all that. So I'll be still doing the streaming and podcasting for that for fun. But, um, otherwise I think I got everything talked about. Um, for the games that I played in the pe- this week, for the past weeks, uh, I didn't play much. I played more Skyrim, which you saw a stream about. I played Splatoon 3, which I did on the last stream, which I had my little anger fit over because it's like I was getting on these really horrible teams and having these real horrible teammates in, in Splatoon 3, and it seemed like they were just going on and not really covering much area or doing anything, and they kept on dying, and I'm trying to cover as much areas i can because that's what you do and then you know i'm getting killed super easily because it's like well my teammates can't handle killing people or what i don't know what's going on but i had a miserable <laughs> splatoon 3 and then i went to skyrim after that i felt a lot better but um played splatoon 3 i will get back into more splatoon 3 because why not maybe i won't have a meltdown the next time and then i played coffee talk 2 on the pc uh Finished up the story for that. Did a little extra stuff for achievements. I was going to try to go and max and get all the achievements for Coffee Talk too, but I my heart wasn't in it. I didn't want to keep going back and doing 10 million things over and over again. So I'm like, get as many of the achievements as I can. I beat the game. I beat the story of it. It was good. You know, it's a nice little relax, sit down, relax kind of a game. Click, click to play type of a story-based game. And hopefully they'll make a Coffee Talk 3, which I'm sure they might because why not? But um, that was fun. Beat that, played that, 
beat or played that, beat that. Uh, so those were the three games that I basically played for the past weeks. Uh, nothing really special. Um, next week or this upcoming, this Friday, excuse me, this Friday I will be playing, going back into Xbox land and playing more Vampire Survivors on my next game on uh, live stream. So be on the lookout for that. Vampire Survivors. It's been a while since I played that. So hopefully I got my Vampire Survivor skills going for that because I really want to play more Vampire Survivors um, going forward. So, and I don't know what else. I, I got other little stuff I might be playing this week. We'll see. It's going to be mostly a cleaning week where I'm around the house cleaning, doing stuff. So besides going to the movies on Tuesday, it's mostly going to be get the house ready for vacation time cleaning week. And next week um, after that, which is um, which is the 5th, 6th, you know, from 5th to the 8th, I'm going to be on my uh, cleanse, my fasting. So that week, next week, after this week, is going to be fun because I won't be eating for most of the week, uh, only drinking water. So, yeah, doing my second uh, bodily cleanse uh, of the year and uh it's gonna suck but that week i'm mostly gonna be just doing more cleaning and more work and stuff just to keep my mind off of not eating for a week so uh or for four days at least you know only four day cleanse so we'll see what we go on there why don't we go into the games news that is the games news of the show because why not because we got some games news here and uh let's get into it the games news from the past week. Ah, had to drink, take a drink of water. My throat gets dry when I talk super fast and talk too much. <laughs> but that's a podcast for you. Talk too much. You know what everybody's been talking about? You know what I've been talking about too, which I cannot wait to also get, which when this comes out, the new Mortal Kombat game. Mortal Kombat the first oh yeah mortal kombat the first people we're going back in time folks and we're going they're gonna call it mortal kombat number one or mortal kombat one and um it was announced they showed off the trailer and stuff on the gruesomeness of the what the game might be looking like with fatalities and stuff and a lot of people are going oh it might be a little over the top oh um yeah, it um Yeah, it, it they're like, "Oh, they're going a lot of people are saying, "Oh, it's I think it might be a little too gruesome again. It might be going over the top me." I watched it and I'm like, "How far can you go, Nether Realms? How far can you go with a Mortal Kombat?" I'm the opposite. I'm like, "Okay, that's cool. I could pull out his spine, his ribs, or his ribs, his spine, his intestines, heart, lungs." Sure, we're going inside these people's bodies, we're chopping them off, we're chopping them in half, we're blowing them up, we're melting them down. And I go, that's pretty cool. What more can you do to these people? I'm the opposite. I got an opposite mindset on that stuff. You know, I like the most gruesome, the most badass looking stuff. I like seeing characters just get chopped the fuck up. I want them to go Chucky on their asses. That's what we need in the Mortal Kombat. I know that people, certain people don't like these 
like these um, star um, after inputs of characters and stuff. Like they have guest characters and stuff. Why don't they put Chucky in Mortal Kombat? He, I think, a possessed doll of a serial killer, a famous serial killer that kills people as a doll. Okay. Why not? Why haven't they done that yet? Wait, Mortal Kombat. Hey, Ed Boon, I got an idea for you. Chucky from Child's Play in Mortal Kombat. And then get the voice, get him. Oh, boy, I forgot his name. Uh, It's on the tip of my tongue. I'm just going to pass it by because if I keep thinking about it, I will never get through this podcast. But you get the voice actor for Chucky, Charles Lee Ray which is his uh, killer name in this. Oh, Brad Dorf. There we go. Brad Dorf. Dorf. Brad Dorf. Yeah, that's his name. See, I've thought about it. You get Brad Dorf to pl- to reprise his uh, voice of Chucky. I know they're doing the Child's Play series and stuff on TV and stuff like that, but you get him to reprise his role for this game. Oh, Hey, who the fuck are you? I'm Sub-Zero. He would do some really interesting things in Mortal Kombat. I think, because, you know, they had Jason, they had Terminator, they had all these other people. Why not Chucky? Out of all the freaky people that has supernatural abilities... Why not Chucky from Child's Play? He would make a perfect fit for Mortal Kombat. I should. I don't do Twitter anymore, but I should get a hold of Ed Boon. Like, send a message to him or somebody else. If anybody knows Ed Boon from NetherRealm Studios over there, Warner Brothers, tell him Chucky from Child's Play. Put him in Mortal Kombat. Do it. Do it now, because <laughs> that would be my most, oh my God, that would just be so stupid. That's like putting Yoda in, uh, what was it? What did it, Soul Calibur, Yoda and Soul Calibur. They had Yoda and Darth Vader and Soul, Soul Calibur, and Yoda was with his little lightsaber, and he's going around chopping people up and stuff. Oh, do that. Chucky from Child's Play in Mortal Kombat as a guest character. Come on. Come on, guys. You want to see some gruesomeness? He'll pour acid on people. He'll chop them up with his little knife. Oh, I can think of the beautiful fatalities Chucky could do in Mortal Kombat. Oh, they should make it happen. Why haven't they done that yet? They had freaking RoboCop in Mortal Kombat for crying out loud. RoboCop, come on. He's like the Terminator, but just a guy only his head in a suit as a cyborg. Come on. Come on, Chucky. Ugh. Anyway, Mortal Kombat 1 is stated to be very, very big in nature. And uh, if you're going to get it on PC, they stated this could be at least 100 gigabytes on your hard drive, which, understandably, it's going to look very beautiful. It's going to have a lot to do in it. And, of course, games that are more beautiful and more powerful and more stuff to do in them, of course they're going to become, you know, those they're going to be games that are, you know, bigger, larger in size. And that's going to be going forward. That's like any video game out there are going to be pushing hundreds of gigabytes. Most games out there are like 60, 70 gigs. 
of course Mortal Kombat 1. And the way the trailer looked, if the game looks anything like the trailer, yeah. that's I, I can understand 100 gigabytes. That means there's going to be a lot of stuff in that game. That means you're going to get a lot of fun out of Mortal Kombat 1 when it hits store shelves. Um, and when's it coming? And does it say here? And... And and doesn't say when it's coming out. <laughs> I think in fall. Did they say there was a release date for it, or did they just announce that it's happening? Wait, I'm looking here. Uh, I know it's coming out from Nintendo Switch, which that's funny as well. That Mortal Kombat One is going to be coming out on the Nintendo Switch. I wonder how that's going to fucking play and look. But they still got to come into that. But yet, they don't got on last-gen consoles. They only got on PS5, PC, and Xbox. So they're not doing uh, any older consoles anymore. They're not doing, you know, Xbox Ones. They're not doing PS4s or anything anymore. They're just doing these newer systems, except the Switch, because the Switch is the Switch. And I'm surprised they're putting it on the Switch. I, I don't understand why that is. I don't understand anybody. I don't think anybody understands why they're putting this game on the Switch. The last game, sure. This game, why? Why? <laughs> I wonder how it's going to play and look. It's going to play like dog shit, isn't it? It's going to look like shit. It's got to. It's got to. Who's developing that for them for that? And it, it can't be NetherRealm doing the Switch version. It's got to be some third-party people doing that. Um. But it'll come out. It's going to be $70, if you didn't know that already. Uh, and, of course, they're going to have different systems. They're going to have a Collector's Edition and a Mortal Kombat 1 Premium Edition. Uh, the Mortal Kombat 1 Premium Edition is going to be $109.99. The Collector's Edition is going to be $249.99, you know, with statues and stuff like that. And I don't think I don't think there was anything that I really cared about on them. So I don't think I'm going to get any collector's editions for that that this time around. But, um, yeah, you're going to get skins of characters and all these other stuff and a lot of bonus stuff, early access to the game if you pay for the higher tiers. Um, and they are getting, they're announced that they are using after... As this article says, 30 years of trying, Jean-Claude Van Damme is coming to Mortal Kombat. Uh, the man behind Johnny Cage will be Johnny Cage as a helper character. Because he's going to be his likeness. He's going to actually look like John. It's going to be Jean-Claude Van Damme, his, his appearance. Uh, on top of Johnny Cage, apparently. So... He's going to be one of those support characters or whatever. And it's going to be kind of interesting when you have uh, Johnny Cage and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Because I guess Jean-Claude Van Damme wanted to be in the Mortal Kombat movies, but he never was. He got to be in Street Fighter, but he was never in... Uh, um, Or wasn't he in Street... He was in Street Fighter, right? Yeah, I think he was. I haven't seen that Street Fighter movie in a million years. Uh, but he's going to be in Mortal Kombat 1. So take it as you will. We'll see. Because Johnny Cage is going to be Mortal Kombat 1. Even though this is centuries before anything in Mortal Kombat. This is like the prequel, prequel, prequel. They're still putting him in there. So 
yeah, uh, it's going to be a great game, I'm sure. But right now, I'm just going to be focused on nothing more than Street Fighter. Now, will I buy Mortal Kombat 1 when it comes out, the day one? Maybe. Maybe I'll wait. It depends on how much Street Fighter I'm playing. If I'm getting really into Street Fighter, I'm becoming like one of those Street Fighter addicted, which playing the just the demo, the Street Fighter demo, uh, the trial demo and stuff that they've been having out, and they had one over the weekend. I didn't play it recently because I'm like, I'm just going to wait till the game comes out. A lot of people, I, I played it though, and I was just with the little bit I had of it and stuff, I was having a blast. Now, playing the game with the full roster of characters and stuff, I bet you I'm going to have some really good Mortal Kombat fun going forward. That's why I pre-ordered Mortal Kombat, or Mortal Kombat <laughs> Street Fighter VI. Um, but Mortal Kombat 1, I might. We'll see. Like I said, going when it comes out, which is far, far away, um, I'll see how it how it is. You know, We'll see how the game is. Maybe I'll get it day one, maybe not. I would like to, especially if I do a first gameplay of it and stuff, but we'll see. It's going to be $70, people, so you gotta got to keep that gaming money in check because eventually it'll go on sale. Like, every game out there goes on sale, and eventually I'll buy it when it's on sale, but, you know, you got to keep those gaming dollars in check. You can only, you only want to spend so much. Don't let these co- corporations think that you have to spend $70-plus to have your fun. You can always wait on fun. Like I said, I got a backlog for a reason. Uh, going more into this Activision Blizzard deal, you know, I got all this stuff going on here. We got um, people, more people, you know, you got China, and we got the, if you didn't know already, the European Commission, European Union Commission, and uh, China both approved the deal for Microsoft to acquire Activision Blizzard. I think China was the most interesting of the people, you know, the European Union, sure, you know, them and them and the them and um the CMA aka EA or your or uh or uh ugh, I can't even speak anymore. The UK <laughs> too many too many things for me in my head the eu and the uk of course are at conflicts with each other because the uk didn't want to join the eu and all that and they wanted to separate from keep separate from the eu and all and they're trying to do their own thing which they're not doing a very good job of by the way <laughs> when you do it on your own and you guys have your own stupid thoughts on about stuff and I'm sure there's somebody being pocketed money and there's some, and I've been saying this, there's something going on in the background in which there's stories that might hint to that being the case. But China, out of all places that I would think would probably say we want to reject this proposal because what does this do for China? You know, they approved this merger, this acquisition. That was a big question mark in my mind. I I don't think anybody else really questioned it too much, but I, me, I questioned it because I'm like, China? They don't really like America. They don't like America doing well, especially American companies. Why are they approving this acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft? China, of all places. So that's basically... 
a total of twenty uh, thirty-seven regulars that, including the EU and Japan, that are approving the Microsoft's uh, acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Meaning, Microsoft could just take pretty much purchase Activision Blizzard. Sure, they got a few more places they want to get through and and stuff like that, but that's only because they're trying to be nice and they're still appealing because they are appealing uh, this decision of the CMA for not letting them, uh, you know, for blocking the Activision merger, Activision Blizzard merger. Um, But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's... I'm, like everybody else is saying, it's going to go through no matter what. If it's just um, the e, the CMA or or UK not wanting to play ball, I I bet you I bet you they're going to just get just cast out of this whole thing. I bet you it'll be just well, you won't let us purchase it there. That means anybody from the UK, any any. Uh, any of the Activision Blizzard offices, they might all get shut down in the UK and um, the merger will go through, you know, and everybody else will be getting these games except for people in the UK, which that's going to be pretty sucky for the UK, especially when your prime minister there, your British prime minister was saying, oh, they, he, he, he doesn't feel so highly on the deal that, the, his own government, the CMA, denied that. And then you got our FTC here in America, which they're a bunch of softies. Even though they're trying to play hardball, they're going to get overtaken because money talks and their bullshit definitely walks here in the United States because nothing, it's all meaningless here. Um, so the deal will eventually go through. It might take longer than Microsoft hopes. And of course, they're going to end up paying a little bit more money out of it probably. But this deal will eventually go through with or without certain individuals behind the scenes. And then there's where I'm getting news stories and it's been talked about that, that people are figuring out that maybe the FTC and the CMA are in cahoots a little bit. So of course the CMA uh, comes out saying we're not doing the bidding of other agencies. The CEO, Sarah Cardell which is the CMA CEO, because I still wonder why there's a CEO of an agency. It seems like you're a corporation to me. Uh, states that the agency had limited discussions with the FTC regarding the Microsoft Activision merger before the decision to block it. I think they're in cahoots. They're going to say they're not, but, you know, people lie. Governments lie. Governments lie lie and this lady she's gonna say no we're all in the up and up we just said no this is bad for online gaming and or streaming the streaming business which there is no streaming business but apparently the uk thinks there's gonna be a streaming business and it's all this little bullshit because before they said nothing about it not one word about they were worried about some streaming business and all of a sudden, at the end, when they blocked, made their decision to block it, they're like, "We're we're very we're very skeptical on the streaming business. We don't want Microsoft to become number one in the streaming business of games." And it's like, uh, first off, you weren't even mentioning that as any of your concerns. 
And two, you bring it up as a concern now, even though the streaming business is not really going anywhere. Sure, Microsoft has Game Pass for the cloud for people that, you know, can't be by their consoles and stuff and like that. That's just an added service. And they're still giving, they're lending their games out to other services to play like in cloud gaming and whatnot. So they're not restricting it to their own system. And Microsoft's cloud service, sure, it's working pretty good. I play a few games once in a while on X, X Cloud and stuff, but I'd rather play a game off my console or dedicated device. You know, the Internet's still not there everywhere, especially wireless and stuff and through, uh, you know, 5G and all that. So, but these people think that it is. You know, it's backwards thinking from a backwards company or agency. I still say company because if you got a CEO of this agency, I think she's a CEO for because it's a company and it's black and stuff. A lot of lot of hate hatred going towards them for good reason. And then you find out about this stuff that a CMA director who blocked the Microsoft's Activision Xbox Activision merger previously worked for a Sony law firm, apparently. So the UK regulator blocked the Activision Blizzard's merger with Xbox, um, apparently a little while ago. So an update on this, too. The first time, uh, first update on this uh, to let you know that that, uh, Mueller... Uh, stated that said that the senior director was a central voice in getting the ABK uh, deal blocked. So the Activision Blizzard, what was that? The ABK deal blocked was a central voice in getting the ABK deal blocked. Um, the senior director. So apparently, the senior director of the CMA was used to be in cahoots with Sony at a law firm that would help block other people and stuff. Um, So basically, um, I'm looking at this. I'm trying to read this stupid stupid, uh, article here. So the UK CMA is well known for its incompetence and ignorance when it comes to technology deals, having previously been defeated by Apple and other firms for it's overreaching claims. Many decisions by the CMA in the past have demonstrably harmed investment in the UK market, potentially reducing innovative innovation and jobs in the region desperately in need. The CMA has endured criticism from the European Commission and the UK government itself in recent weeks for its strange, irrational choice to block Xbox's deal for Activision. See, even its own government, the UK. And here's the weirdest part. The CMA is separate from the UK government for some reason. They're allowed to make decisions separately from the UK government, and the UK government can't really butt in, as I'm thinking, as I'm hearing it. Like, I heard there's a reason why they can't butt I don't know if that's true. But if I was the UK government, I'd be, like, decommissioning the cma right now and making something different that is a part of the government that doesn't fuck with this stuff because apparently this part of end of the government the cma is really fucking over the country and when your own government when your prime minister and people are saying that you are our own people are fucking us over 
Maybe you should do something about that. Wasn't your own government saying it's strange and irrational choice to block the Xbox's deal with Activision over fears that it can harm the cloud gaming market, which barely exists? Uh, and now that they're finding, trying to find out more information about, oh, a patent lawyer, Flor- patent lawyer Florian Mueller recently discovered the CMA's current serving senior director, Colin Raftery, pre- Colin Raftery previously worked for Clearly Gotta Lieb, a law firm representing Sony in the regulatory protests to the deal. There's a lot of things here. There's a lot of things going on that might get the CMA ousted. Maybe uh, maybe looked into more. Maybe um, there might be some stuff. Hopefully, maybe if the UK really is really is hurting about this stuff and they're um, got some internal issues and problems with other parts of the government, maybe they should step in and maybe try to, I don't know, change, shake some people up. Because how do these people get into power? Who votes them in? What's going on there? Maybe uh, new leadership is needed. I don't know. Because a lot of people, even when your own country says your 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 division, your competition of markets, authority, board sucks. Uh, when high leadership says your own parts, branches of the government or whatever they are, aren't doing their jobs properly, that gets you wondering. That gets me wondering. That's just like our government. But at least with our government, we know that all of these places, like, you know, like the FTC is all part of our government. But here's the problem. Here's the thing. It's not a problem. Here's the thing. They might try to act like they're big bullies and then try to, no, we don't really agree with this either. We're looking into it and blah, blah, blah. Here's the problem with our government. They're all paid for them, bought in. They can easily get bought out. We can say, hey, FTC, or not FTC, um, oh, yeah, FTC, uh, Federal Trade Commission, sorry, FTC. I'm thinking of somebody else, and they could could go, somebody could go, here, here's a pile of cash. Oh, no, we approve it. It's good. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, it's good. See, we can persuade our government easily here. That's why you notice that Microsoft and nobody's really talking about the Federal Trade Commission here in the United States. Because even though they seem like they're big bunches of powerful bullies, they're they're really nothing, nothing at all. And uh, and um, eventually they're they'll they'll get overtaken. And like I said, this deal will go through. Eventually, this deal will go through. We'll just have to wait and see how it, that happens. <laughs> uh, I'm in no hurry, you know. I'll wait on Diablo 4 and stuff like that. It's, it's no biggie to me. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting how this thing is still going and then you're hearing about all this back room deals and back and these people that are on other people's sides. I knew there was some collusion going on. You know, there. I knew Sony had somebody in the pockets of, of the CMA or somebody. There's, there's always somebody in the pockets of somebody that want to block anything. So, it happens. It happens a lot more than you think. There's always some collusion, even in the gaming world. 
So enough of me talking about that stuff. Uh, let's go back to the stupid Sony boss here, Mr. Uh, Jack R- Jim Ryan, which, like I said, I don't really care about. And I was talking about this before. He was talking about how um, he says that we're going to be waiting two or three years before PlayStation get games hit PC. Uh, so for PlayStation 5 exclusives, he talked about, he says he wants to wait a little while until we see a Steam page for Horizon Forbidden West, or this is what the other guy says on the, the article. He says, it's going to be a little while before you see Horizon Forbidden West on Steam. Um, Jim Ryan apparently confer- reaffirmed Sony's commitment to keeping exclusives off of PC until PlayStation fans had their day with them. So that's two, three years. Um, that's good understanding. Sony fully understands the importance of PS5 exclusive titles. Um, and PlayStation 2 remains responsibility to have its people enjoy said games experience using the latest PlayStation to that effect because, you know, they still sell hardware. Uh, how long will those PlayStation PC versions be staggered? Um, there was no firm time frame. Um, let's see here. I'm still reading stuff, but, um, basically, basically, uh, he says probably in a couple years after he's, whenever people are done on their PlayStations playing the games, when they see a downtick and, popularity on the games on the playstation that's when they'll put out these ps5 or playstation um exclusives on pc later on and you know what out of all the jerky things to say i don't think this is a jerky thing for him to say i think it's very reasonable because you you want some exclusives just to be on your system and that's where you make the most of your money. And then eventually, yeah, when that stuff dies down, put it on the PC for later, you know, and sell it again and make another $60, $70 per title. Except for me, which I'll wait for Spider-Man to become $20, $30.20, something around there. And then I'll buy it. But otherwise, for all the other people that will definitely pay a premium for their PC games right off the bat, um, that's not a bad strategy. I can't. Um, down him for saying that or wanting that and plus they want their playstation fans uh to keep buying playstations and uh, enjoy their playstations and not go oh well if this game's coming on pc later why don't we just wait till later to buy on pc like me so i can fully understand where he's coming from for waiting two to three years before they're some of their first party titles if they even decide to put them out put them out on pc on steam or something like that i can i can see that i i have no regrets or anger about that i think it's fully something that is they should do and it's not like they're microsoft where microsoft has pc game pass and xbox game pass and all that game pass ultimate where you can play your game either on pc game pass or xbox game pass and it's all in their ecosystem, so it doesn't matter. And then certain games hit Steam as well. They put some, a lot of the first-party games on Steam as well because they just want to sell the game. 
That's what their Microsoft's more about now. Sure, they got the hardware, but they're not into the hardware because they know they're not selling as much hardware out there. But if people are playing their, these games on PC and stuff, of course, there you go. They and if they don't want to buy get PC Game Pass and they want to buy the games outright, which they can instead of saving some money and playing them on PC Game Pass. People will go out and play, buy like a Gears of War or some a new Gears of War or Halo on the PC on Steam or something, and Microsoft will get their their money uh, for those said games. Anyways, so Microsoft that's their strategy: put it out, out their games as in many places as possible, just like they're a big publisher or something, which they are, but still have it for Xbox and PC and stuff like that. So they got choices for everybody over at Microsoft at Xbox there. They got the choice where you can play your game on a console, on our exclusive Xbox console. You can play it on a PC if you've got a good enough PC to play your game. Or if you don't want to even deal with us and you just want to play the game and get it on your Steam because you've got a Steam account and you've got a Steam library and you're all about Steam, we're selling it there too so you can get your games. And now for some streaming stuff and other games in the in the cloud and stuff like that. You got stuff like NVIDIA and stuff like that doing stuff. So Microsoft's trying to get their stuff out everywhere because they know they're pulling in money from every little spot, not just from one stone, but from multiple stones. So that's Microsoft's approach to the whole thing. They're not exclusive to the council anymore. They're exclusive to Microsoft and their ecosystem. And then you got Sony, where they're exclusive to their consoles first. And then eventually, if they feel like it's reasonable enough, they'll put it on PC later when sales drip, drop down at a certain point. So very, very understandable. What I don't find understandable is this guy, and that would be... Um, CEO Strauss Zelnick from Take Two Interactive, where he says, We do not see any pushback on $70 games, which is bullshit. He says $70 games are worth it, and he's fine. And he says gamers are fine with it. And he says, Well, the gaming dollar, this is where he contradicts his, his own words. He says the, 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 the gamers' gaming dollar are stretching farther than ever they're buying less games and they're only picking the best games that they want to play especially at 70 dollars. they're picking the games that they want to play piecemeal like and when they're not buying as many games well maybe they're not buying as many games because you're charging now 70 dollars mr zelnick for each of these games which for me i'm not going to be spending $70 on all these titles, I'm going to pick which games I want to buy that are worth $70 in my mind, and then I'll wait for sales on all the other games, like your NBA 2Ks and stuff. I won't pay $70 for that. Why should I? I'll just wait till it's like cheaper. Borderlands, I'll wait because I got enough Borderlands. The new Bioshock game, we'll see how it is. If it's really good, Maybe I'll buy it for seventy, but GTA, the next GTA, definitely buying seventy dollars because that's going to be a big ass game. It's going to be very a technical whoop fa, so it's going to be worth that seventy dollars. So I'll my gaming dollars, I'll put them in where they should go. If they if I feel like seventy dollars is worth it for this game or not, 
you know, or I'll wait for sales and deals and then I'll buy them later. But if he thinks gamers are fine with it, I don't know. I told you, $70 is too much for a video game. And I even said many times, even though I make more money now and stuff and I all this other stuff, I'm not paying $70 for all my video games, especially Switch. No need, There's no reason for Nintendo to charge $70 for Breath of the Wild. You know, it's not worth $70, $70. Even though people bought it, a lot of people bought it, I, I'm waiting. If my friend gets it for me or not, I'll wait till that's on sale or whatnot. If my friend gets it to me, gets it for me, hey, then I don't have to pay a dime for Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. But I'll wait for stuff like that because it's not a next-gen experience that is worth the money. You know, it's... I wait till I get my next gen experiences that has a, that I know has enough content that is worth to justify the $70. If there's nothing that justifies the $70, I'm not going to pay you $75, Mr. Zelnick, for your damn games. So you can fuck off and the only money you're going to get from me is the money for GTA going forward and yeah. That's that's how I think it. You know, he's a money-hungry, grubby CEO, just like most gaming CEOs out there. They just want their money. You know, it's just like Bobby Kodak from Activision Blizzard. He just wants the money and the power. Same with Zelnick. You, you, you look at Zelnick's picture. If you ever looked at Strauss Zelnick, the CEO of Take-Two, his photo, he just looks like a gangster. He looks like a fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry. He looks like a fucking asshole. And I would never want to talk to him because he would just make me mad because he seems like that kind of a a-hole that just wants the money. And he has no reason, he has no, you know, reasons behind his his words, which he contradicts himself on saying, oh, gamers aren't buying as many games, but they're trying to pick out the games that they want to play, and I think that's worth paying $70 for. So that means they're buying less of your Take-Two games because you're charging $70 for all your games they're picking which games are worth it, and I bet you a lot of your games, like your, I don't know, your wrestling, the WWE game, or your, uh, trying to think of NBA 2K games, I bet you they're not selling as much as you would like them to, because you guys aren't keeping them at the reasonable price points that gamers will go up to. Like I said, my I will, will go up to $60. And then for the $70 games, I will piecemeal and pick out which ones are worth it or I'll wait till those undeniable sales. Which is going to suck when um, whenever thing does become digital and stuff purely and you know can't get discs anymore. Sales will be harder to do unless if Microsoft or Steam does the sales and stuff, but it'll be harder for sales to uh, commit you know, buy these game publishers because they'll just want to keep them high price because they feel like they can still make money from them, which will hurt them in the long run, you know, going forward. Uh, and another sad news, even Sega says it wants to jump on that $70 game bag, bandwagon as it is uh, the Japanese publisher says it's looking at raising its prices. It didn't say it was doing it right away, but it's looking at raising its AAA games uh, for... instead of $59.99 which okay I can understand if some of your games are going to be $70 like Yakuza like a Dragon 8 like the next other Yakuza game and stuff you know 
Persona games, if they're worth it and you guys think that these games are given a lot of value or a lot more value and Sega, they under Sega, they, they're, they're the big publisher of all their other brands. They make, they get a lot of AAA good games. And so sure. If you have games that are worth $70, do it. If you're going to charge $70 for all your games, then it's not going to always be reasonable. We'll see what Sega does. We'll see if they just do price tags on like, you know, like I'll understand if Yakuza games are $70. I'll understand that my Persona games going for are $70 because those are big AAA expensive titles that are being made and I'm going to get a lot of worth out of them. So yes, I will understand that um, for those games, but not all games. I'm not saying for all. If there's a Sonic game coming out, fuck that. If you charge $70 for that, I will not buy it. I'm sure not many people will buy it at $70. I'm sure they'll wait till it's 50 or less. And yeah. And then if you have remakes or remasters of stuff, like old Sonic games again, and you try to charge $70 on all those games, no. No way nobody will do that. Um, or take two news on suggesting that GTA six might release as soon as 2024 next year, because apparently the publisher is, uh, has shared a staggeringly high fiscal projection for 2025 stating that they're going to be making hand over fit and money. Um, and that coming up, they're planning on getting GTA six out and how much longer do you think Rockstar needs before GTA 6 becomes a thing and they show off trailers and stuff? And I'm hoping this time around Rockstar is going to show these trailers off before the launch of GTA 6, not wait a long time and put out videos and stuff like they did with the past gta games like the last one gta 5 where they put out little videos little clips and then you had to wait months and months and months hopefully to do it like a couple months before the game comes out like two to three months before the games comes out when a lot of people do that and they wait like two or three months before the games come out to show off trailers and talk about the games i find it a lot better for your messaging a lot of people are more excited because it's like, oh, it's coming out sooner than later. If they do that with this GTA, even though GTAs in the past have sold lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of copies, no matter what, if people have to wait or not, eh, it's just better better business if you did that. And I would like it if GTA 6 would come out, you know, next year around. I can see that. Let's see. We'll, we'll see, because the last time they had a game come out was Red Dead Redemption 2. And that was back, that was on, they came out originally, what, on Xbox One? And then, you know, we're on Series X now and stuff on the series of Xbox consoles and next gens. So it's been a while. It's been a long while since uh, the last game. And, you know, Rockstar, they like to take a while on their games. They like to make them really good. And I'm really interested on in what GTA 6 might have. You know, hearing all the little rumors and s- speculations and stuff, I'm really interested in it. So let's hope. Let's hope. Okay. Something even pretty, might be pretty cool and interesting, which I don't know nothing, 
most of us don't know much about. I didn't, I haven't watched the 30-minute uh, gameplay trailer or anything for it. But AEW, Fight Forever, uh, which is a, comp- is a game competing against WWE 2K games, uh, wrestling game, if you didn't know, uh, by AEW's uh, people. Uh, THQ Nordic, which used to work on... Uh, or, THQ Nordic and Ukes, which used to work on the WWE games, but but got dropped by 2K, and now they're working with THQ Nordic on making this All Elite Wrestling game, has finally, finally announced when it's coming out. So AEW Fight Forever is coming out on June 29th this year. <laughs> so if you wanted to know, which is next month, not too far away, for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, Nintendo Switch, which I'm always surprised when they say Nintendo Switch, but if they're coming out for Xbox One and stuff, okay, I can understand uh, Nintendo Switch. And PC, um, this is a long-awaited wrestling game, finally has a release date. Uh, Vice A.W. Wrestler and Executive Vice President Kenny Omega, which is a wrestler, which it just said in there, took uh, and announced the June 29th date. Um, it looks okay. I've looked at the trailers. Um, I didn't watch any of the major gameplay, but it looks what I look like. It looks like it looks like one of the older WWE games back when the WWE games were good. And they have a good roster on AEW, so I'm I I might want to get this. I'll I'll wait till it comes out first. I'll wait till it comes out first before I make a decision to buy AEW. Because I was saying, if I'm gonna want to play a wrestling game again, maybe AEW might be the games that I might want to play. Two. If I show this to the truth after the fact, after when I get my uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom game, I'll show them. I'll be like, hey, guess what? It's coming out <laughs> at the end of this month. AEW, Fight Forever. He'll be like, oh, I should have bought you that. And I'll be like, no, I wanted Tears of the Kingdom. But I'm just letting you know that this game is coming out. And it's going to be on the Xbox One as well. <laughs> and everything he's gonna want to buy that too i'll be like oh you know we could go have these on this if you want i don't know he's never gonna be able to play it but <laughs> as a big wrestling fan and like him he'll wanna he'll wanna see what this aw game is but i'm gonna wait to see purely anyways all jokes aside i'm gonna wait till see how this aw fight forever game looks before wanting to maybe purchase it or not we'll see how it does we'll see how it does in the wild because they haven't did much um advertisement for it yet and it's been little drips here and there so we'll see how this game does i like it how they announced it a month before the release because that's how you should do things like that for video games not just announce them and say oh they're coming sometime in the next five years in the future <laughs> um let's get this almost done because we got i got stuff to do today i got another podcast to record and got a lot of stuff going on today so uh and this podcast is going really long like usual especially with gaming news so tears of the kingdom if you haven't noticed it was a big hit for nintendo it sells 10 million copies in just three days so 
So those 10 million people spent $70 on Tears of the Kingdom. So so let's see here. 10, that's 1,000, that's 10,000, that's 100,000, that's 1 million. That's 10 million times 70. So what is that, 70 million? 700 million. So basically, Nintendo almost made a billion dollars in three days, people. They almost made a billion dollars in three days. Now, I don't know how well it's still selling now, but shit, $700,000 it made in three days. Because don't forget, you got that $70 price tag on 10 million copies. That's a lot of cheddar. And like I said, even though I am not spending $70 (laughs) on Tears of the Kingdom, I will gladly accept The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom from my buddy, my pal, my buddy pal, The Truth, if he's getting me this game for my birthday. Because he did say he wanted me to get me a game for my birthday, and I'm like, hey, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, buddy. That was before I heard about the AEW thing, which I'm still, like I said, I'm going to wait on, but this game is out already. If he gets it for me, I'll be happy. And I didn't spend $70 on it because <laughs> that, that's that's my logic right there. I will still have the game, but I will not spend $70 on it. <laughs> so that will be the ultimate discount. Um, and, you know, like I was talking about, all these games that were being shown when I talked about how all these games on the PlayStation Showcase were being shown and in trailers and stuff and all that and talked about. Well, a big chunk of them are also going to be on Xbox as well, even though they don't tell you in the PlayStation stuff because why wouldn't Sony want to say anything about Xbox? But um, a lot of these games, even though a lot of them I don't really care about, are going to be on the Xbox as well. So uh, the Talos Principle 2, 2023 on xbox ghost runners 2 2023 immortals of avum july 20th 2023 neva 2024 cat quest uh pirates of the Caribbean 2024 teardown 2023 teardown is a game i like but i already have it for pc so i do not need it for xbox and if it is coming out on xbox it's probably gonna be on game pass i think they even said it might be on game pass don't hold me to that but if Teardown's on Game Pass, I'll play it on Game Pass, because why not? I want to see how my console just melts in my living room. It just goes, ah, oh, what are you doing to me? Because ah! Teardown is a voxel-based game, and it pushes some graphic pixels, buddy. It kills, it, it shuts your computers down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Plucky Squire 2023 Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater to be dated, plus, I guess, the rest of the collection's coming out too, I'm thinking. I didn't hear nothing about it yet, but the rest of it should be coming out on Xbox as well. So, because, you know, um, even though Sony has been in the home for Metal Gear Solid for a bit, uh, you know, you you got, uh, what's their name for Metal Gear Solid? You got, uh, uh, does, it sh- does it show, does it show, hold on, uh, uh, Konami. There we go. Konami likes money. And if Sony isn't going to give Konami enough money and they just want to keep making money like everybody else, they're going to put this game out on multiple platforms. So Xbox people, fanboys, can play Snake Eater and stuff eventually. So there you go. Oh, Alan Wake 2. 
I didn't care for Alan Wake, but all you people that loved Alan Wake want to play Alan Wake 2. That's coming out October 17, 2023 on both PlayStation and Xbox. Of course, Assassin's Creed Mirage is coming out. That's coming out October 12, 2023, a little ahead of Alan Wake because I'm sure they want to stay out of Alan Wake's way. Dragman Dogma, due to be decided. And, of course, Bungie's Marathon, which Bungie is owned by Sony and PlayStation, but it's coming out multi-platform. And you're probably asking yours, and for you people that don't understand or know, and you're probably asking yourselves, well, why is Marathon coming out on Xbox when it's a own company is owned by Sony PlayStation? Well, because they made a deal with Sony that they can be independent and still make their games for anything. Not just one console, but for anything. So they choose to make more money, so they're putting their games out on multiple multi-platforms. At least for now, until Sony fully takes over whatever happens, and then they don't. So you're still going to get your Bungie future games on Xbox as well. So there you go. Isn't that funny? Um, and final news, this I found good as a gamer, uh, gamer horror as I am, and a Microsoft rewards uh, sucker as I am, which those Microsoft rewards get you some good gift cards and stuff, people. Do not play that down. Gets you gift cards and stuff. So I, I like to get my Amazon gift cards and stuff and get some money off, like $10, $15 here and there for stuff. So I do the Microsoft rewards. <clears throat> so... And when your Xbox games gamer score and you, you do certain Xbox rewards stuff, you get more points. It's all worth it. But uh, Microsoft rewards balance to be displayed alongside the gamer score on Xbox, that's going to be very interesting because people like me that are big rewards people will find it very nifty to see what my rewards are with my gamer, alongside my gamer score on my Xbox dashboard. Uh, so that's really cool. So apparently this has been announced last week. Xbox will soon be bringing your Xbox, your Microsoft rewards balance front and center on your Xbox dashboard and a new update, which is currently only available for Xbox insiders and the alpha skip ahead and alpha rings now displays your Microsoft rewards points total on your Xbox home UI right alongside your gamer score. Oh yeah, I'm looking at gamer score rewards points. That's going to be awesome. Um, it's a small change, but it's a handy quality of life update that saves you from having to go to Microsoft Rewards Xbox app on the console each time you want to view how many points you have. Because don't forget, you can earn Microsoft Reward points while gaming on your Xbox, if you didn't know that already. Um, but it's pretty cool. I'm interested in it. I think that's going to be something that... Um, a lot of Xbox fanboys and people are going to find very interesting going forward for gaming. See, Microsoft's doing all the trying to do all the good stuff for, for us for gaming, even though their games could be better coming out of the first-party studios, which hopefully this showcase, they'll show a lot of stuff from their stuff that they're working on. Maybe their studios are working on something. We'll see. But um, I'm still I'm still an Xbox PC gamer down it. Through and through, people. But um, at least Sony has Spider-Man. <laughs> That's the only thing that they're holding on to with dear life is Spider-Man. For Spider-Man movies, Spider-Man games, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, so 
that is it, folks. We are done. My throat, my voice has been demolished. I'm done. Let's let's call this a, a podcast. It's been a long podcast. Thank you for listening. And, um, you know, let me know. Let me know if, um, if I should change things up in my Games Attack podcast in the, in the future. I'll try to make them a little shorter. We'll see. I, it's hard for me to make any of these uh, Games Attack podcasts short when you're coming off of a two-week thing. And I'm going to keep going forward. I'm going to keep these Games Attack podcasts every two weeks because I, I find that to be really good and I could get enough to talk about and whatnot, sometimes too much to talk about. I don't know. Maybe I'll make them weekly eventually again. I don't know. But I think every two weeks is really nice too. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes going forward. But anywho, thank you for listening. This has been the Games Attack AudioCast. And I'm Mr. Mike signing out saying game on, game hard, world conquest. I'm pushing this game and button. And this show is now. Until next time. Game over. Enjoy your gaming.